0: You're live.
1: Hey, good morning, everyone. Thank you for joining us today on Guy Epson's Reinventing the Tattoo Community Network. My name is Ricardo Sturdivant. Uh, this is a place for tattooers, apprentices, collectors, and the curious, where we encourage you to join in on these live streams, real world events, share and inspire the ultimately, and ultimately create better art and tattoos together. Uh, We beam out nearly every day, and with your help, have evolved into a quality network of amazing live and on-demand tattoo and art shows that have all been receiving rave reviews. Uh, You can find Reinventing the Tattoo in either app stores, Apple or Google, and on YouTube. Uh, All these shows can be watched at www.reinventingthetattoo.com, as well as some of the other shows playing all the time. Uh, On Sundays at 1 p.m., we have the Reinventing the Drawing Group with Jason Leeser. Uh, skill Building Sunday is what we call it. Uh, Monday at 9 a.m. for tattooers with James Wisdom drawing for tattooers with t- James Wisdom. Uh, great show. Uh, 11 a.m. The Tattoo Weekly. Uh, 5 p.m. Let's talk about feelings with Robbie Ripple. Uh, and 9 p.m. We have the RIT subscribers edition uh, with Guy Atchison, where we sit down with them and draw and go over techniques and things that are in the uh, in the book. Um, Tuesdays, 10 a.m., right here with me, Ricardo Cervant, uh Tuesday Fields. Uh Wednesdays, 1 p.m. is the Tattoo Now show. Uh and Thursdays at 6 p.m. we have the Tattoo Collecting 101 podcast. Okay, now that we get that out of the way, let's uh say hello to everyone in the chat. Morgan is here with us this morning. Amber Morgan, how are you doing?
2: Good. How are you?
1: Not too bad. Just kind of hanging out at the shop. Um you know, getting the day started and uh, getting ready to do some drawing for today's tattoo.
3: Cool.
1: <clears throat> yeah, it's gonna be a fun one. We're gonna do some wings on her chest and uh, some lettering and stuff like that over the clavicle. Uh, tattooed this guy before and he sits like a rock. Um, I don't know if you remember, I did that. Uh, what was it? That skull with the headdress on his yeah, ribs? On yeah, yeah, that guy. So it's gonna be pretty incredible. Um, and I think we have Lauren in the waiting room here with us, and I know she's out at Jiminy Peak right now.
0: Hey, everybody!
1: How's it going, Lauren?
0: It's going really well. I'm um <clears throat> early morning. We're preparing breakfast for everybody here at uh, Jiminy Peak, at the Needle Jig Meetup, the Northeast Needle Jig Meetup, which is pretty fantastic so far. So right now, um, I'm kind of in a great setting to show you guys. If you've never been here, Amber, I'm not sure if you have. No, well,
2: so, gorgeous the, out there.
0: Yep. Let's hope I don't my computer. This is just me streaming from a laptop.
1: <laughs> Don't drop it.
0: Uh, there's been some really great information. Uh, last night, there was a barn owl that stayed really close to us. I know that the animals are incredibly friendly. Uh, oh, wow, Gabe is cool. here as well, so he's been running the tech. What's mm-hmm. up, Kyle? He says good morning. Uh, good morning, Kyle. So, so some of the things that happened here that I've been educated on so far was... From with Aaron from Tatcon last night, uh, I think everybody's mind was blown here, Ricardo, with some of the things that Aaron has showed us. <laughs> oh, hey, uh, we do have a very special guest with us as well. <clears throat>
1: Say hello, hey
4: Jason, Mr. Lisa, hey guys. Man. How's it going? Good morning, good. Going good, man. Good morning. Good morning to you guys as well. It is a gorgeous day here at Jiminy P. Just looking at the clouds and how they're like sitting right on top of the mountains is awesome. Yeah. Hi, Medusa.
0: And we also have Medusa as well. I was kind of hinting at some of the education that's involved. What up? Medusa. Hi. Hello, everybody. (laughs) Hi. Medusa slays. Uh,
5: No, this morning, Medusa fucking stinks.
0: (laughs) 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 I'm having coffee, but don't talk to me until after I finish this.
1: Well, good morning to you, too.
0: Yep. Uh, We have all our cameras here, and yet I'm holding a laptop. Yeah, right. So
4: uh,
0: yeah, Yeah, exercising that arm, but balancing it.
4: Yep. So you guys missed a couple of amazing seminars yesterday. Um, Absolutely phenomenal seminar by Renee. Um, I would also like to thank Mark, who went through his needle seminar, which was extremely enlightening. Um, He even gave out like a packet to hold on to, and it's extremely informative. Um, Everyone here has been amazing and I can't wait for today's seminars to begin.
1: That's radical man.
4: How was the flight and the trip everybody? So uh, today we've got a couple of new seminars coming up. One from TACCOM uh, talking about tattoo equipment power, uh, the future of tattooing as far as machines go. So that's going to be really fascinating and interesting. We also have a nipple restoration seminar coming up from Fast Alley. Can't wait for that one. Yeah.
3: yeah. Um, She's
4: based out of New Jersey and uh, she's actually not that far away from me. So I'm going to start making trips up to see her as well. We got to see a full Philip Lou bodysuit yesterday. That was what?
1: No way.
4: Uh, No way. Jeff Gogwe leg sleeve. That was incredible. Oh, man, dude yeah like, yeah the big guns were coming out yesterday
1: were you just floored or what i mean what happened Did, like the light shined from behind it and like starts angels started singing and stuff Pretty like much. that or what
4: yeah like yeah there there were angels that came out from it and like you you couldn't really actually look at it because it was so glorious
3: yeah like no exactly.
4: human eye can really take in everything no. that's there you know yeah. what i'm saying yeah um, but like, don't but mind
1: he, me, I'm just gonna touch your leg and your tattoo. And... No, he
5: brought a horde of people over to be like, Hey, can we look at your leg? Can you pull your pants <laughs> up again? <And>
4: <laughs> Philip Blue dragon tail, mixing into Jeff Gogway leg sleeve, and then she pulled up her other leg, and it was just all Jeff all the way up. And wow, then she's dude. like, hey, Yeah, <laughs> Philip did my back and showed us her back. Turns out the Philip blue bodysuit that was here i actually already have pictures of because i saw it when i was at the london show in 2017
1: wow check that out
5: Honestly, there's such amazing skin art here that frankly i don't think anybody should be wearing clothes <laughs> like i mean i'm not saying that in a perfect way i'm saying there are people here who have really a buttload of money to look good naked and I think yeah. everybody here is going to thoroughly appreciate that without being weird about it. Stop laughing.
1: We just need uh, nipple, co- nipple <laughs> covers and
4: thongs, do. right?
1: <laughs> at the very least, oh. you can just get some nipple covers and some thongs. Mm-hmm. Let's just hand them out at the front door.
4: Yeah, I mean, I'll go full Shadoshi. I don't care.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
2: Also, hi, so- Amber. Hi, Amber. Hi <laughs> guys. Bye.
1: Well, that's really I'm, cool, I'm man. I really
2: think you're having a great time.
4: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ricardo, I'm taking notes for you, bud.
1: Okay. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. Um, it'd be really cool to uh, see those tattoos if you guys get a chance, too. I'm sure you've probably taken some photos of them and stuff, but no?
4: Oh, oh man. Uh, that's, an
1: in, that's an in-person kind of uh, event yeah, you know, alone. What yeah.
4: the of being that's what I get country? for not being
1: there, isn't it? Yeah, I know. I know.
4: I'm I'm, sorry. i may, I may. And we'll see what happens. Um, but depending on their next trip over to see Philip, uh, I may try to work it out so I can join them. What? That's awesome. Yeah. Nice, dude. The benefits of joining us at Jiminy Peak.
1: Yeah. All I'll to invention read- the tattoo.
5: We're going to get matching jackets.
1: Yeah.
4: Oh,
3: yeah. Sweet.
5: Okay, no,
4: if he's got, For I'm telling blue. you right now, if Philip Lou has one of those like old like 90s style, like Windbreaker jackets, yeah um, oh yeah dude that room totally I'm gonna be like yeah <laughs> right here baby
1: you gotta get some matching pants with that thing yeah i would i
4: go full velour suit if i could Full yeah well yeah i mean if you're gonna do it do it right well make sure also, and get the bucket way, hat
0: do you guys remember the last germany peak you can watch the seminars and stuff too mm-hmm. there's that cool one that we've i tatcom Will be a very cool seminar today. Yeah. Like what he showed us yesterday, I don't even know how to hint at. It's just really interesting. Spoiler alert. It's awesome. It's nerdy. Yeah. That's not even a spoiler.
5: If That's you, just titillating. If you it's, nerdy, it's the for me.
4: side of ta- tattooing and like tattoo technology and the science behind tattooing. This seminar is going to be like none no, of no, it. No. Uh, we've nice. got industry professionals that have sat down and done scientific studies and research on this stuff. And it's like, they're bestowing their knowledge upon us and what they found through all of their hours and hours and hours and hours of hard work. So I can't be more thankful to even just be a part of this and be exposed to that. So
5: it's going to be awesome. A little hint would be that the TATCOM thing was so cool and um, pretty fascinating that Mark even started talking about it during his seminar. Yeah, which had nothing to do with it.
0: <laughs> yes. Hi. If you guys would like to say speaking hi. Speaking
4: to... of the man and the plan himself.
0: Morning, Morning, sir. Commenting on the.
1: Morning. What's going
0: on here in Chimney Peak?
1: How goes it? It's going pretty well, hi. man.
3: Hi.
4: Good, good to see you. Morning breakfast.
0: Yes, we are. There you go. I say hi too. <laughs> i don't know what to do that's <laughs> <laughs> okay but, uh so the seminar we were talking about starts in about 45 minutes so um if we're able to we'll show you like a little bit of footage of people and then you guys can follow any links if you'd like to watch
1: very cool
4: mm-hmm. bye ricardo
1: that's awesome I have to go see and you later jason
0: get hangry yep the seminar okay man
1: close Good to see so you guys
0: so just turn my video off and let you guys uh do your thing um, okay and i'll be here in the background if you need anything
1: Okay, great. Sounds good. Bit, Thank you. we
0: will be walking down, so I'll turn my video back on when um when we do that, you guys, because I know if I could go into detail of the amount of nerdiness I got into last night, uh, I wouldn't have breakfast. I wouldn't have time for breakfast today.
3: Dang. Okay.
1: That's and, awesome.
0: Um, Aaron from TACOM has uh really shown us some cool stuff. So I will uh kind of preview that here in about 45 minutes.
3: Okay,
1: cool.
0: That's right. good. See you later. See you then.
1: Oh wow, man! What a great trip, huh?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Sort of feel bad that I missed that
2: thing. Me too. I'm looking forward to them bringing back all that information and sh- sharing it on their podcast, though. Right, right, Jason, exactly. Uh, Jason did that one thing one time where he took apart a cartridge, and we, you know, we went through all the little pieces and everything.
3: Oh I wow! Like okay, he
2: brings back information like that from seminars
3: and okay. shares.
1: I'm on to the... sign
0: off, guys. I'll show you the, the little preview on the website too so you can, everyone can see what it is.
1: Let's check it out. Oh, before you sign off, okay. <clears throat> I'm sorry, Amber. Um, You were saying that he took apart uh, a cartridge? Was that on one of his yeah. uh, Sunday, Sunday that was one drawings?
2: Of, I'm pretty sure it was one of the Sunday drawing groups where nice. we had started talking about cartridges and he took it apart. and we Well, I took mine apart too we all did and just looked at the different parts of the cartridge and what they're for and whether, you know, the difference between good cartridges and not so good cartridges and all of that stuff.
1: Nice. Very cool. Yeah. I remember guys, if you can, if you get a chance, you can always pull up the episodes on YouTube um, and uh, give it a, give it a thorough look and stuff like that. It looks like Lauren was just pulling up the uh, Chimney peak, even that she's at right now. So, if you guys get a chance, check that out. That's awesome, man. I didn't I didn't um hear about that one. I'm sorry that I missed that. That's that's some very good information. You know and what I mean?
2: I I geek out over tattoo, you know, the technical side of tattoos just as much as the artistic side.
3: Mm-hmm. hmm
2: The more you My, know about your tools, the better you do.
1: It's really true. It's really true. It's in this day and age with the tattoo industry you know it's really hard to kind of delve into some of that stuff you're so so concerned and, and worried about taking things apart whereas the old coil machines it was a lot more uh, accessible you know what I mean like yeah. things are things are much smaller and a little more electronic and things like that too now, you know what I mean so people were a little bit more apprehensive about taking some of those things apart but uh you know it's a pretty good idea to kind of like take some stuff like that apart for sure like a cartridge you know what i mean just yeah. set one aside from a different couple different companies and and see what the differences are and it's always good to have one of those little you know magnifying glasses for your eye so you can mm. kind of take a look at the the tapers and the quality of the of the um you know the the blends on the needles itself and stuff like that yeah look at that you got a, a few a of them.
2: magnifying loop that clips oh, okay. right from your glasses
1: oh right on that's awesome what do you use what that you for? use for
2: a lot, though, because I paint fingernails and they're tiny. Uh-huh. So you have to look through a magnifying glass to paint them. I got a SpongeBob uh-huh. set I got to do this week.
1: Nice. That's fun. So you used, like, tiny little brushes then, huh?
2: Yeah. Uh, some of the brushes I use have maybe three hairs in them.
1: They're okay. really tiny. Nice. That's crazy. I've, I've sat around with some Some axes and things like that and painted fingernails and things like that, but it was very basic, you know what I mean? Just like splat that stuff on. But I've seen some pretty cool nail art that's awesome.
2: Yeah, no, I do sets that are 50 to 70 dollars a piece because they're all hand painted and custom.
1: Oh wow. Yeah.
2: And they're reusable. Oh, okay. So it looks like you spend that much on a set of nails and you're gonna be able to reuse them many times.
1: Yeah, I bet. Uh looks like Bruno Salvatierra is in the chat saying good morning. Good morning, brother. How are you doing today? Yeah, Bruno's a good guy. Kyle is also in the chats. Um it's uh it's a good day today. You know what I mean? Good. Um Yeah. I'll be working on a chess piece today, so let me get some lettering and stuff together. Um I usually go on Usually a lot of times I'll get some inspiration from, have, do you have a place that you go to for your lettering Amber?
2: For my lettering? Um, mm-hmm. I'm old school. I have books.
1: Oh yeah. Okay. Well, that's a good way. That's a good place to go. Right.
2: <laughs> I'm old school. I have tons of books on lettering and calligraphy and illuminated lettering and you name it.
1: Nice dude. That's awesome. Uh, I've been introduced to uh defont.com a little while back and, that's a pretty good resource for sure. There's a ton of stuff on there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's great. You know what I mean? A lot of times you can just kind of type in, you find the style of font that you want and you type in the word and it'll kind of like set it up for you and stuff like that too. Oh. Um,
3: cool.
1: Yeah. I found it, it saves a lot of time on like a lot of the real thin handwritten kind of lettering that a lot of people like, you know? Yeah. That's really good for that. And then there's a ton of different styles of like uh, old English font and stuff like that too. So uh i like it i mean it's not too bad
2: Um, i'm gonna have to check that out because i'm always looking for something to streamline my process
1: oh yeah yeah it it helps out so so much it saves so much time and things like that you know what i mean um but it's pretty cool it's dafont d-a-f-o-n-t dot com
2: i will definitely check that out
1: yeah so um Last night was pretty fun. I got to uh, lead the drawing class last night for a guy on his drawing group. Yeah, I was super nervous the whole time. (laughs) But that's the way it goes. But it was a good time. We went over the flow and fit of a sleeve and stuff like that. So that was pretty fun. Cool. So here, I'll show you real quick. Um, Let me flip this camera around real fast. There you go. So you can see that I found a style of font that I liked, you know, mm. for this letter. And all I did was type it into this bar here. Uh, and, hang on one second, I'm so sorry. My camera went blank, didn't it?
2: Only for a split second.
1: Okay, cool. All right, there we go. Uh, so I typed it in here on this search bar mm. and, and it gives it right there. Boom. Nice. Yeah. And then I'll just kind of screenshot that and then share it to my Procreate. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Super fast, super effective. Uh, and I it-
2: found this tattoo printer I'm saving up for that is Bluetooth.
1: Oh, that wow. Will okay.
2: Right to your iPad.
1: Oh, nice. Okay.
2: Um, it's like 400 bucks, but you know, I'm saving for that. That's definitely hmm. going to streamline a lot for me.
1: Yeah, for sure. I bet. Yeah, we. I'm fortunate enough to be in a shop with people that we rent this giant, this giant like office size printer. You know what I mean? It's like an industrial kind of thing, and it's it's awesome. It's got so many different functions and stuff like that. Um, you know what I mean? So it's pretty cool, and it's you can just kind of sync up to the same Wi-Fi that it's on.
3: Uh-huh.
1: And you can send it from your phone. You can send it from your iPad and stuff like that. But, nice. Yeah. Yeah, if it's an, if it's like an individual thing, like what you're talking about, then that makes much more sense to just have a Bluetooth capability for it. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me, I'm sorry. I'm still getting over that cold that's been going around.
2: It seems like it's they've been going around and around. As soon yeah. as you get over it, the next thing you know, somebody gives you another one.
1: Dude, it's crazy these days. I don't even know what to think of it. But yeah, yeah. Um, Let's see here. What we got going on?
3: In the chat.
1: Yeah. Oh, Kyle said I did great. Thank you very much, Kyle. I appreciate that. Today okay. is the day right now. Yeah. Yeah, last night I've been... I'm working with a client of mine. We're doing um, this whole, like, real cohesive kind of sleeve. Um, and he wants a bunch of, like... Uh, he wants a punk rock kind of theme to it you know what I mean so mm-hmm. and he he wants a female figure and things like that but he doesn't want to over glorify like the nudity or like over over um glorify like the the woman's figure too much you know what I mean so like it's pretty fun um so we kind of dressed her up a little bit with some leather and some jean jackets and things like that and people had some really cool some really cool ideas that I might take some of them or borrow some of them as an artist yeah. would say right <laughs> Yeah, that's the way that goes. So,
2: add artists steal, good artists borrow.
1: Yeah, the greatest compliment you can get is somebody stealing your work, right? Yes. I'm going to keep saying that to myself. Mm -hmm. So that way I'm not feeling too bad about it. Oh, man. Sometimes these tools on this thing won't work. But, anyways, yeah. So, have you been working on anything fun lately, Amber?
2: Um, actually, yeah, I'm working on a series of watercolor greeting cards. Oh, that's fun. I've been making greeting cards since I was pregnant with my daughter 26 years ago.
3: Oh, cool.
2: It just kind of, it's not even a side hustle. It's just something I like to do. Yeah. And every once in a while, I sell some. Usually to family members or friends that are like, I need stationery. I need greeting cards. What do you got? Yeah, I'm well, a big I'm big on giving cards for all kinds of reasons, not just birthdays or get well soon. Or
1: Yeah, it's a lot of fun to kind of just like make somebody's day with like some some nice words, right? Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you completely. The best gifts are the ones where it's not expected to, you know, it's just because.
2: Exactly.
1: Yeah, I feel you there, dude. I
2: actually it's just like, finished um, a project for an acrylic painting. A friend of mine's husband passed away a few years ago and he used to make um, handmade wooden toys. Okay. And I had this, I had a couple of them and I had this truck that he made that never got painted. So I painted it with like a desert um, silhouette scene with the sunset. And then I painted the top all um, dark with the night sky and a full moon.
1: That's awesome. And I
2: gave it to her as a present. Because I knew she'd love it. Yeah. And she yeah, wasn't cool. expecting it at all. Yeah, you know, the no birthday, nothing. Just I thought you would absolutely love this.
1: Yeah, killer man. What did she say to you?
2: She cried.
1: Of course. That's a good thing to do, though. I, like, cried, make- cried in a good way.
2: Yes, oh, no, I way. love happy tears.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure, dude. It's always good. Yeah, that's awesome.
2: She's one of my biggest fans.
1: Oh, she's very supportive, huh?
2: Yes. Every time I'm like, I, I, I don't like this. It's, it's shit. I could have done a better job. I should have done a better job. She's like, that looks like you just picked it out of a garden. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm, I'm really appreciative that you think so and that you feel that way. I, my eye is so much more critical than my friends.
1: Yeah, you know, I, I hear that term a lot. I hear the term uh, imposter syndrome a lot these days especially with uh, artists and stuff like that that I've been surrounding myself with you know what I mean and and it's crazy to think that you know the way we think it's like we have these senses I just saw this thing this morning I shared it with some friends about how crazy it is that we forget that thinking is another one of our senses you know what I mean we have we have sight we have smell we have touch and taste and stuff like that but we forget that thinking is another one of those senses you know what I mean and it's Incredible yeah. how we convince ourselves of so many negative things sometimes. When if that's really the case and you've convinced yourself that you're not good enough and all you have to really do is start thinking that you are good. Enough. You know what I yeah. mean? That whole fake it till you make it thing or whatever yeah. it is. That, you know
2: what I mean? That when you put that positive thought of I am good enough in it, it makes your art better.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. Well, it doesn't just make your art better. You know, I think it's crazy because our art actually comes from like our thoughts as well, you know, and, if you are sitting there and the filter that you're running your art through is such a negative kind of connotation to begin with, then it's going to come out as bad as you want it to be, you yeah. know? And if you sit there and you realize that you are capable of so many things, all it takes is really commencing yourself, you know? So if you want to get better just tell yourself you're going to get better.
2: And yeah. Robbie be better. and I were, Me, Robbie and Dustin were talking about that last night. Okay. Feeding yourself positive thoughts and Mm manifesting positivity, basically choosing to be positive, even in a negative situation.
1: Absolutely. Those are the most important times to remember that. Yes. Yeah. Because, like, you know, you have all these, like, quote unquote, and hashtag woke, and, you know, all these, like, terms and things like that, that I think we get confused sometimes with a constant positivity, like on this constant wave of positivity on this constant wave of things are great. And things are, my life is so awesome and stuff like that. And that's not really the case. You know what I mean? Like the, the real, the real life is that things suck sometimes, you know what I mean? That sucky things happen that we encounter sucky things and it's a reality, but those are the times when it's like more important to be able to think, okay, it does suck, but I can still get through this. Or this, this drawing, isn't it what I want it to be? Instead of telling myself that it sucks and crumbling it up, throwing it away, I'm going to keep it and set it aside and try to figure out what I can do better. Yeah. You know what I mean? And It's like when you're drawing a human figure or a human face. You know what I mean? You literally, if you're in a spot where you're feeling lost, you literally turn it to the side or you literally turn it upside down and you are physically looking at it from a different perspective to help you solve the problems. You know what I mean? And I think it's one of the things that's so cool about being an artist is that like we can we can do that you know we we learn how to do that i don't yeah. think that we i don't think we realize that we are but i think that we are manifesting that kind of like that ability to be able to make things better yes you know it's incredible it's incredible. It's one of the reasons that I like my job so much is like when people come in and they're like, Man, I've been looking forward to seeing you. And so that's like, that. it's like well, what do you mean? Like, you ready for your tattoo? They're like, Yeah, but just like being in this environment and tattooed and getting tattooed and talking and stuff like that, man. It's so fucking fun, it's so awesome. Yeah. I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm yeah, I can be, you know what I mean? I try to stay away from that to a certain point, but uh it definitely can be for a lot of people. <clears throat> Sometimes it's a little too much, but.
2: <clears throat> yeah, I understand that. I, I think just going through the pain of a tattoo and then coming out of it with something beautiful is the therapy.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure.
2: Because we I go through you. so much, yeah, you know, we go through pain and not necessarily something good comes from it, or we don't realize something good came from it for years mm-hmm. right after. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. when we figure out the lesson that that. Situation was meant to teach us somewhere Down the road but when it comes To tattooing you're going through all That pain but you have an immediate Satisfaction of something Beautiful at the end
1: yeah For sure the and transformation that- Like the, phys- the physical metamorphosis Yes Yeah yeah that is pretty neat You know and like
2: you get to help people Look like what they look like in their head
1: Yeah yeah for sure I can see What you're saying that is pretty cool to think About it that way that's really neat because uh, yeah, people either come in and they know they want something and a lot of people just collect images, you know what I mean? But that's yeah. part of their, that's part of their personality too. You know what I mean? They just, they want to have pretty things on their body and stuff like that, or cool things mm-hmm. or badass things or however you want to classify it. But you know I mean, that is pretty fun to think about it like that. And you do carry that around with you and you do get compliments from people and stuff like that, you know? Um, so that is pretty neat. You encounter a lot more people with it. Yeah. That's, that's for sure.
2: I'm getting better at taking the compliments.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, me too. I'm working on that still. (laughs) Yeah,
2: I get a compliment and I'm like, thank you. I appreciate that.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly what you mean, man. Yeah, you know, like the longer I'm tattooing, um, the more and more I start to see people coming in for like larger tattoos, you know, like where they don't have anything on their arm at all or anything on their leg at all. And they come in or they're back and they come in and they're like, I'm ready for a sleeve. And you sit down and you talk about all the ideas, you press out all the details, you get to a point where you're both happy with the design <clears throat> and they walk out with the outline of a sleeve where they yeah. came in with like nothing but bare skin. <clears throat> you know, I think we get so desensitized sometimes to what we do on a daily basis that it, we forget the impact that it's actually making sometimes, yeah. you know? I mean, because it's cool, you know, like you can make a painting and put it up on the wall, but all you have to do is really pick it up and move it to a different spot, you mm. know, you know, it's better light in this other side of the room where this color looks better in this room or something like that. You know what I mean? But yeah, with the tattoo, people are walking around with that thing for the rest of their life, you know,
2: on a life of its own when it leaves us.
1: Yeah. And sometimes if they're a younger client, they'll be walking around with it a lot longer even after we're gone, you know, so it's pretty mm-hmm. impacting. It's a pretty impacting thing to think about
2: what I've always found very impactful about tattooing is it's the one thing people are going to take to the grave with them.
3: Yeah.
2: I mean, people say all the time, I want to take it with me. Okay. Then put your money in body art, right? Put your money in body art and you will take it with you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that funny, man? It's like uh, when, when you do get the occasional clients or the occasional customers that walk in, and I won't say clients, I'll say customers, because at the point of them walking in not being sure if you're going to tattoo them or not, or even knowing who they're going to have tattooed them,
3: yeah. it is
1: like a customer kind of thing, right?
3: Mm. So it
1: is it is pretty interesting when you do get those occasional customers that are like, how much do you want for this, really? You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. well, dude, your shoes cost 200 bucks, man. You know what um. I mean? That what that I watch that you have is like five hundred dollars, dude, and it's you're like
2: paying ten bucks for a latte.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
2: Don't have, don't have lattes for ten days.
1: That's a latte to a for those top, for those coffees. You get <clears throat> yeah, totally. But like I'm saying though, like it's yeah, it's one of those investments. You know what I mean? It's um a lot like a painting. You know what I mean? You walk into a person's house and you ask them who did the painting. You either captured by it or you're not you know like it either invokes an emotion in you or it doesn't yeah and one person can look at a painting and be like yes dude this is it you know and i don't care how much it costs i'm gonna pay it. i'm gonna i'm gonna buy that painting i'm gonna own it and another person will see spend how much two thousand dollars five thousand dollars for that painting are you kidding me dude what you know you remember when flat screen tvs first started, started coming out uh-huh. and everybody and they were like two three grand a piece you know what i mean yeah. it's like Other people that could afford it would buy it and they loved it. I mean, I loved it, but I couldn't afford it. So I didn't buy it. Like if I could have, I would have bought it. You know what I mean? But like, you know, they're so, they're so inexpensive and stuff now. But the point is, is that, yeah, it's something like as simple as that. What, what holds meaning to you? What, what gives you pleasure? You know what I mean? Yeah. Are you doing, are you doing something without hurting somebody's feelings or emotions and stuff like that? And have, have at it, buddy. You know what I mean? Like no judgment here at all. There. you like buying shoes and collecting shoes and reselling them go for it it's not my bag but if it gives you joy then go for it
2: yeah there's a lot of people doing that now
1: yeah i know a lot of people that do it because they make money at it, you know what i mean and that's never really been that's never really been my thing i think if i could if i could do tattoos for trade and live a comfortable life i totally would Yeah, I mean, entirely.
2: Some of my tattoos for trade. I know a couple people, they don't have a lot of money, but they have, I I need work done.
1: Yep, exactly. Me too. It's really cool, the labor, the labor part of things. You know what I mean? When you do tattoo the like the blue collar kind of people, when they come in, like you just get to talking. You know what I mean? It's like, well, I do want this done, dude. Or can you show me how to do this? You know, I've learned a lot of carpentry stuff from like other people that do carpentry. You know what I mean? And that's been, awesome to me because like during quarantine man, I built the the, the shop that I had before <clears throat> I had to build a front desk and I learned how to make a front desk like a little just entrance kind of front desk you know what I mean from this carpenter and it was awesome and I just traded him work for it you know what I mean um so that's what I did over quarantine you know what I mean two months of being in my garage and going to the store and buying expensive wood and then like putting together this desk but it was fruitful you know what I mean like I did it with my hands and it was an awesome experience just to get to know how to do those things and share that time with that person too, you know?
2: Yeah, there's something satisfying about being able to accomplish something on your own and you made something with your own two hands.
1: Totally, which is exactly what tattooing is too. Yeah. You know, or, paint, or painting or any kind of art form. I mean, it's so crazy to think that like, like, think about what we do. You know what I mean? Somebody comes in, they give you an idea of a tattoo, And you're literally taking this transfer of of information through this phonetic sound that we hear. You know what I mean? You're not even hearing their voice. You're actually just hearing the molecules in the air bouncing around and you're receiving it. You know what I mean? Like, it's incredible. But you take that and then you pull out these ideas from your mind and you put something on paper that wasn't there before. Exactly. It's wild as hell, man. It's so incredible to think about. Like, no wonder we struggle with some of these things that we deal with as artists and things like that, you know, as a human being, even, you know what I mean? Like, it's no wonder if that's really the case. The the mind is capable of so many things, and we travel down so many facets of it so so often in a day. Pretty wild. Bruno, thank you for the congrats on leading the drawing class. I appreciate that. Kyle Olson, uh, have a great day, everyone. Gonna head out. You too, buddy. Thank you for joining last night. Thank you for joining today. Yep. (coughs) Excuse me. Oh man. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see if I can get back on this drawing a little bit. Um, (laughs) So we're going to do the lettering across the top of the clavicle. So I've already got this laid out. Like I showed you guys how I just screenshotted that thing. So I've already got it laid out nice and yep and i'm going to use that as the uh the the reference i'm going to really play with the lettering a little bit more and kind of stylize it just a little bit more to kind of fit the clavicle and everything and then he sent me this uh this reference here for the tattoo that we're gonna do on his chest and stuff like that Mm -hmm. so we're gonna we're gonna do a cross instead so it's so crazy i don't know about you guys but it's so hard so for me sometimes to see a tattoo that is really well done and go okay I got to make this my own. You know what I mean? I got to make it my own. I don't want to steal it as is. You know what I mean? I don't want to replicate this entirely. I am going to use some of the, the tonal values and things like that that they're using in the, in the statue already because they're so effective. You yeah. know what I mean? Like that stark contrast of blacks to like the negative skin tone and stuff like that. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's the lettering and stuff like that that he sent me too. That kind of fits it really well. So it's so hard, you know what I mean? To kind of like, I mean, do you find yourself struggling with that amber like with when somebody sends you a picture of a really good tattoo? yeah
2: you're like, you, you're like this is done perfectly, exactly the way it is, yeah, I don't want to render it exactly the way it is because then it's not my work,
1: yeah, exactly, and you're just stealing somebody else's work and you're stealing their effort, right, and like we've talked about that so many times about like these um these Pinterest tattoos that people bring us, you know.
3: Mm-hmm. <coughs>
1: So where do you find yourself starting whenever you are, are approached with this 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 uh, issue this conundrum
2: First of all when somebody approaches me I want this tattoo I tell them I can make you something like that Yeah but that will be all your own
3: Uh-huh I
2: Don't have the same tattoo on you as this person does Right So I can make you something like that in that kind of style or Like recently I did um, a watercolor flat um, feather on someone's neck and what she had showed me was, you know, it was nice. It was done really well, but I was like, I'll do you a feather, but we're going to use a different feather. I'm going to change up the colors a little bit. We're going to make this more watercolor, you know, less solid and give you a really nice tattoo, but that you will only be, be the only one that has it.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing to do for sure. That's definitely the thing to do. Is And then, you know, one of the other things that I find myself doing is when they bring in that reference is asking them questions like, what is it about this image that you like? Yeah. You know what I mean? Is it the image itself that you're enjoying? Like, is it as is? That's what you want to get tattooed? I think that's my first question, which usually helps me answer the way that you did too, which is like, look, this is somebody else's tattoo." There's a lot of time and effort that's been put in by the tattoo artist that did this tattoo. And then there's also the time, effort, and the pain and the payment that this client put in. You know what I mean? Yes. These tattoos are put out there to expose the artists as the skills that they have uh, and the things that they like to tattoo. You know what I mean? Um, it's not for you to just kind of copy and paste. You know, um, Other artists might do that for you. Is usually what I got to end up telling them but that's not the case in this situation. You know what I mean, that's usually one of the first things that I press out with them to kind of like talk about, am I a right fit for you? You know, yeah. because a lot of times people with, and, and it kind of eliminates a lot of the possibility of there being any kind of argument, whether it's heated or, or, or just a plain out discussion. You know what I mean? Um, you hear that word argument, you automatically think it's like a negative kind of thing, but it's, it's literally like a discussion about like points, yeah. right?
2: Take of ideas.
1: Right, exactly. So like, it it kind of will help you move on with that client, or it'll help you kind of eliminate any more time wasted. You know what I mean? So that's usually the first thing that I do too. Um, And a lot of times people, you'll find out they're asking that question that it's just because they they didn't know how to explain the idea that they had in their head. And that's the best way that they could see that captured it. You know what I mean? And, And a lot of people are very, very visual. You know what I mean? You have to be able to see it in order to to help explain the ideas that you have in your head. Like we're able to kind of take those ideas, like I said earlier, draw them out for somebody, flush them out for somebody. Um, But a a lot of people don't think that way. They don't don't think in a um, interpretive kind of way. Right. So that helps out a lot. And a lot of times they either like the black and gray or they want color or something like that, or they like the colors that are in the actual tattoo. I find that the colors in a tattoo, I find that a lot with like watercolor tattoos for sure you know what i mean and they're like i really love these purples and things like that and a lot of times when they bring the really good watercolor tattoos it's so perfect because you're like okay see these colors look so much brighter because they've already used a lot of blacks and stuff like that in it and you're not even paying attention Mm -hmm. to that all you see is that bright vivid tone you know what i mean yeah and
2: you're not paying attention to the contrast they use to make that tone so vivid
1: Yeah, and it's another example of somebody like bringing you an effective tattoo and like, damn it, how do I change this now?
2: (laughs) Yeah, this is it's perfect the way it is. (coughs) Yeah,
1: I know. Seriously, man.
2: Most of the regular clients know now that they're not going to bring me a tattoo and get a copy of that tattoo. So they'll text me. I like the wings on this one. And I I like this on this one. And I like Uh this on this one. Mm -hmm. so i'd like something like that in your style
1: right exactly exactly and like i said earlier that this is the guy that that i did the uh the skull and the the headdress on on his ribs and um i love the fact that he wants to do black and gray so that's great Mm -hmm. uh but and then he's already understood that we're not going to take an image as is and and do it exactly like it either so it's it's already good a lot of times with the clients that you have too amber like and for everybody else watching is that uh, the word of mouth kind of comes through that way too. You know what I mean? Like, oh, it's great. You know what I mean? I've heard examples about people saying it's great. Like he'll take your idea and just kind of flush it out and make it your own thing and stuff like that. So that, that helps out a lot mm. as well. Now that already like kind of cancels everything out for that process and elimination, right? So that is fucking awesome. But yeah, so I'm like now I'm faced with the, the question. The next step is changing it up. How do we do this? Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean and I think,
3: it.
1: yeah. And a lot of times what I like to do is I'll go through, like, especially with wings and things like that. It depends on the subject matter. I'm a big fan of like the Renaissance period, painting styles and things like that, you know? Yes. Caravaggio, you know, Michelangelo, things like those, you know? Um, uh, and it that's where I draw a lot of my influence for like wings and things like that, you know? I think that those things are done so perfectly. Yes. you know what I mean so like that's when I'm approached with a tattoo that's already done so well and how do I change it I start looking at older reference you know what I mean things that aren't so up to date um and trying to find a lot of the times it's crazy too because you'll find that the the tattoo resembles a lot of things that you're already looking at sometimes you know yeah, yeah so it's like that whole um you know the form of that's like a uh, compliment is uh by having your work still <laughs> But uh, yeah, so sometimes I'll do that. Now I find that that works out really well for me. Um, But I do like the structure and stuff like that of this wing, like especially with what he wants in the middle instead of a crown is, is uh, like a a cross, you know what I mean? So that's going to be a little bit, the crown is perfect for that tattoo and the way the wings are formed, it's formed around the crown already. You know what I mean? So I automatically want I automatically know, But the first thing I'm going to do is, you know, like you can see how, how well that's contoured to that shape, Yeah. you know, so I automatically know that the cross is going to be thinner and take up less space. So I need a higher angle and things like that for my wings too.
4: You know,
1: I do, I do like these little, these little uh, feathers or these little striations that are coming off of it and stuff like that in the negative space. So I think what I do is I I definitely go in and I start deconstructing how the tattoo was applied. So and yeah. I try to I try to keep that in mind for my tattoo. Like, okay, there's a lot of play on contrast here, and positive negative kind of um, effects. You know what I mean? So I I'll take that and use those principles in just my own drawing. So that's another good way to kind of get away from trying to do as much of your own thing as possible for this person. Yeah. And by talking to him, you know that that's one of the things that he kept saying. It's just so dark. It's just so dark. I love how dark it is. <laughs> And in reality, it's very, it's pretty light, to be honest with you. You know what I mean? Like a lot of the feathers and things like that are like a real medium or a light wash. You know what I mean? It's just those use of blacks and stuff like that and dark washes in the background that make it seem feathery and light, you know? So that's the other thing that I try to keep in mind too, is what application was used in order to make that an effective tattoo, such an effective tattoo where you're like, dude, it's almost perfect. Like what else can I do to fix or to change it, you know?
2: Yeah, one of the things I always have to keep in mind is I don't—if unless I really, really pay attention, I don't push my darks dark enough.
1: Yep, I think that's one of the things we all struggle with, right? As tattoo artists, like where does the black go, and how much of it do I need? <laughs> it's always the case, isn't it?
2: Exactly. I'll, I'll look at something after it's healed and go, I really could have gone darker.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Totally. I know exactly so one what of you
2: mean. I like doing a lot of tattoos in more than one session
1: right yeah yeah you know like um it's all about yeah what works for you as the artist for sure yeah you know what i mean like it's it's one of those things where we're so afraid because the black seems so permanent i mean with like especially approach the approach with line work right like yes that's that stroke is there it's not going anywhere now you know what i mean and um when you're doing black and gray especially even with color you know what i mean and some of the processes of these like really dimensional in-depth tattoos and things like that there is a paint a painterly kind of um approach to it too where there yeah. is multiple sessions and things like that and like i think what you're saying is like it's better to go it's better to have it lighter and be able to add dark tones to it rather than it be too dark and you're like well it's uh, can yeah lighten it up it's a dark mess and you're gonna see a blob from here on out you know what i mean <laughs> so it's true it's true but that's another reason that like, I've, I've found with black and gray especially, it's really good to stick to like a three-wash kind of method. You know what I mean? Um, a, a dark wash, a medium wash, and a really light wash. And I'll go back and forth between the medium and the light and have a medium wash and a light wash of the same tone, but have two separate medium and light washes set up. So that way one of them you can mix back and forth so they stay so the other medium and what light wash stay untainted does that make sense yeah, yeah, yeah so sense. yeah and then I'll make sure to rinse out my my needles and things like that before I go back to the um, unmixed uh, wash mm. um, and even the dark I'll make the dark its own separate so there'll be three or there'll be two of each so two dark washes two medium washes and two light washes you know what i mean so that helps out quite a bit um, and it works out pretty well. And I love these kind of tattoos too, because I'll pretty much use like a 19 mag or 23 mag today with like a, a tight seven liner or something like that. You know what I mean? Or a, a 14 round shader and just kind of get in on those edges with some dark washes and things like that. Yeah. Uh, because, because everything's pretty loose and I've been trying to introduce more line work to my, to my tattoos again. Um, and I, I really dig it, but with understanding edges And replacing the line work with those dark crisp edges it's really effective and it's really good for the longevity of the tattoo too like the life of it you know Mm -hmm. so that works out pretty well but um let's see where we're at with time yeah 952 uh i think i'm gonna go ahead and probably jump off here pretty soon so I can get this drawing ready and it looks like I have a client coming in already so Amber you want to give a shout out real quick and tell everybody where to get a hold of you
2: sure as always thank you for hosting I appreciate it and I love being here I'm Amber Morgaine and you can find me on Instagram under Amber Morgaine and on Facebook under Amber Morgaine Originals and Looking Glass Inc
1: cool Thanks for uh, jumping in with us today, Amber. I appreciate it very much.
2: No problem. I enjoyed cool.
1: it. All right. Cool, well, cool, guys. Uh, again, my name is Ricardo Certevent. Uh, Feel free to reach reach me on Instagram at Ricardo Certevent, um or here on the Reinventing Drawing Groups. And uh, again, thanks for watching, guys, and I hope you have a good day. Peace.
2: Take care.